Hello, my brothers and sisters. What a great day it is to just fellowship and just share a good word of God. It's so amazing. Um, Once again, my name is Brother Walker. I just want to thank you all for tuning in today. I want to thank uh, the Anchor app for allowing me to do this uh, free broadcast um, on podcast. It's so amazing uh, how God blessed us to have technology and to use it to advance the ministry and to reach, you know, it may be one person, it may be thousands of people, but it's a good opportunity to share the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So once again, my name is Brother Walker. I'm here again uh, coming to you live from Northport, Alabama, and I'm so thankful to just be able to share the word of God. Amen. 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 Um, Today, I have a great message, and it was amazing how God gave it to me. Um, I work as a law enforcement officer, and God gave me this word, you know, during the, the wee hours of the night. I was, you know, just got off a call, and I was just like thinking, I was like, man, God, I just want to say thank you for just what you are doing in my life. You know, um, I know we see this coronavirus thing going on and all the other chaos that's going on in the world, but I'm so thankful to have a God that is on my side, and and I have a peace in my mind, a peace in my heart that since I got God on my side, what can man do to me? Anything in this world cannot, cannot do nothing to me because I have a great, powerful God on my side, and that has re- just has restored. He has just given me so much. He has just um, just just bless me with strength, bless me with endurance throughout my life. And so I just want to celebrate God for that. And so this message is so amazing to me. Um, like I said, it came to me during the wee hours of the night while I was on shift. And so I just came back and just started studying. I was like, okay, God, I'm ready. I can't wait to share this word. And so here I am ready to share this powerful word to you. I pray that this message blesses you and reaches you. It won't be long. And I just want to just just encourage you to just, you know, study the word of God. Keep praying, keep fasting, keep praising. No matter what the situation may look like, no matter what people say or do to you, you be encouraged and know that God is for you. Amen. Amen. So this topic today is so simple. You know, what do you do when there is a setback? Once again, this topic, what do you do when there's a setback? So I'm pretty sure that many of us, you know, throughout our life, we, we make these plans. We, you know, we, we put so many things in our order, but then next day, you know, something happens. You know, you may have a job interview and then you go through that interview. Then next thing you know, you know, you're just in a waiting process. And then next day, you know, you get an email or a phone call and tell and they tell you that, you know, hey, we regret to inform you that um, you were not selected. And so next thing you know, you're just like, man, I didn't did all these, you know, uh, layouts. I didn't went through this, this protocol. And all of a sudden I get bad news to where I'm not selected. Or you may have a flight and then next thing you know, it get delayed. You may have a door open then next thing you know, the door is shut. Um, you know, setbacks are not always good. When you realize who you are and whose you are, you will realize a setback ain't nothing but a setup for something greater. So however many doors that's been shut, however many flights that's been delayed, you know that God is for you and that if God is for you, who can be against you? 
And so what do you do when there is a setback? So this is so amazing right here. The first scripture I want to teach on real quick is coming from James, the first chapter, verse two through four. Once again, that's James, the first chapter, verse two through four. And it reads as my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking and nothing. This is so amazing because he's saying, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. How can I fall into a trial? How can I, you know, count it all joy while I'm in this situation and in, in, in this trial, you know, I'm in this waiting room, I'm in this, this process, I'm in this setback. How can I count this all joy? Well, you got to realize Number one, God is the author and finisher of our faith. You got to realize that God created you in his image. You got to realize that God has given us Jesus Christ. And if we are created in God's image, if we have been given greater power and able to do greater things, you just know that God has something greater in store for you. So whatever the setback may be, whatever the trial may be, I'm going to joy. I'm going to be full of joy. I'm going to be full of of praise. I'm going to just be encouraged. I'm going to be of a peaceful mind because I know that I have something in store for me. See, the word one assumes that the trials are a normal part of the Christian life. See, in fact, trials are a given for a faithful disciple. See, the Jewish wisdom tradition held that the experience experience of trials was proof of a person's faithfulness. See, joy suggests that that during these end times we see that hope of deliverance from these trials. So there's going to be uh, some deliverance from God during these times that we are in and times to come. See, the joy with which a believer endures trials in the present is a sign of their hope for a future relief. So my encouragement real quick right here is that no matter what we are facing, facing, no matter what the situation may look like, no matter what people say, no matter what the news is saying or broadcasting, you know that God is going to deliver me sometime. I don't know when, but I know my father is going to come for me. I know my father is going to look out for me. He is going to be there for me. And we can have that peace of mind right there. See, I love this scripture. See, knowing modifies the count in verse two. See, knowledge that trials produce patience is the basis for the joy. See, patience is the ability to preserve through increasing levels of testing of suffering. See, as verse four, we look at patient indicates that Further work must be done for the purpose of making the believer perfect and complete. See, if I have to label this particular uh, few verses, these particular verses, I would say that there's a rewarding during and after the trials. You see that knowing that all of these these things that I face during these trials, how I stand, how I react, 
something is being produced. We see that the testing of your faith produces patience. So when the things happen, I know my faith is being tested. I know the enemy is trying to, to come at me and test my faith like he, he did Christ, but Christ stood on faith in the word of God. And that's what we have to do. Stand in faith. Stand on the word of God. Speak the word of God to the enemy and, and let the enemy know you will not win this. And I know that my faith is going to produce patience. So when I'm tested, I know that throughout some time, my father is going to deliver me. I know that throughout some time, I'm going to get that call back. I know that throughout some time, I am going to be elevated to a higher position. I know that throughout this time, I am being worked on and my patience has elevated. A lot of people try to get under your skin. Then next thing you know, you can just stand there boldly and just say that the, that no weapons formed against you shall prosper. See, we see that throughout this 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 these various trials, there are going to be a process, and through during this process, something is going to be led to a perfection and a completion. And with God, you won't be lacking in nothing. So when those trials happen, when you face them, sometimes you're going to be stuck going into a vicious cycle. But don't you give up. Don't you uh, submit. You rely on the word of God. When when the enemy comes at you to the left and the right and the front, the back, you just hold your head up high and you say greater is he that is in me than that he that is in this world. God will supply all your needs. God will be there for you. God will make a way for you. God is so amazing, people. He is so amazing. He is so amazing. We got to realize this. We got to tap into what God is trying to do and trying to tell us. Now, my question again, what do you do when there is a setback? The second scripture I want to point out is... It's going to come from, I'm going to travel back from Isaiah, the 41st chapter, verse 8 through 10. Isaiah, 41st chapter, verse 8 through 10. We see here, the scripture says that, but you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend, you whom... I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest regions and said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not cast you away. Here's the key verse right here. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God, thank you for this word right here. So let's 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 dig in right here. While the nations felt the wrath of God at the hands of his agent Cyrus, God again would make Israel his trusted servant and friend. See, by calling Israel the descendants of Abraham, God called to mind the promise to the patriarch that his descendants would be a great nation. So on the basis of this, this ancient uh, covenantal uh, promise, God acted to restore his people, Israel. 
I want to tell somebody God is restoring you. So we see as we travel on some more, God's punishment of Judah led to exile. So when many of his leading citizens were taken to Babylon and from there scattered throughout the empire, we see that restoration involved bringing them back from the ends of the earth. See, God's statement, I am with you, is a concise way of describing the covenant relationship between him and his people. God's righteous right hand is often associated with his might, his ability to protect his people. See, I want you to understand that God is with you. He, he says that be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. That is a promise from God. And when you have a promise from God, you'll realize that, you know what? I ain't got to worry about nothing because my father got me. So if I have to label this, these few scriptures, verses right here, I will, I will say that I am assured of God's help. So tell yourself, I am assured of God's help help. My God will help me. He says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, having a right standing with God Almighty. God is going to hold you up. God is going to elevate you up so high. He's going to elevate you so high. You're going to be soaring up like eagles. You're going to be just, just glazing. You're just going to be just, just brazing in the wind. And next thing you know, people are like, man, how did they elevate? You know, I thought they had this storm going on. I thought they had this going on. And you can just shake it off. You can just smile and say, God is good. Your light is going to be beaming so bright. They're going to need, they're going to need some shades to, 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 to just block it out because you're going to be shining bright like a diamond that's how good our father is that's how good our father is that's how good our father is i feel the praise break in three two one give god some praise wherever you are right now give god the glory give him the glory that he deserves he's been so good to you he has blessed you with you know so many things no matter what the situation may look like, you got to understand, you got to tell yourself, you got to tell your storms that I would not be dismayed. I have my God on my side. My God says he will strengthen me. My God says he will help me. My God says he will uphold me with his righteous right hand in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. We got to understand that God is on our side. Now, this last particular scripture, very known scripture, but I want to break some things down for us. We're going to travel back to Joshua, the first chapter. The key verse is going to be verse nine. The key verse is going to be verse nine. And as I go through it, I'm going to be kind of scattering from uh, verse one leading up to verse nine. But I'm going to read the key verse, verse nine. So the key verse here in verse nine, it says, have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Pay attention to verse six. He says the same thing to be strong and of good courage. 
See, there's a reason God is saying this. Is God telling you to be strong and of good courage? Did God not tell you that he is there for you even to the end of time? So when all this stuff break out, regardless of what it is, you got to remind yourself daily that my God said, I need to be strong and of good courage. So when death happens, I need to be strong and of good courage. When setbacks happen, I need to be strong and of good courage. When financial failure happens, I need to be strong and of good courage. When people disappoint me, I need to be strong of good, strong and of good courage. When, when, when the job interview don't go as planned, I need to be strong and of good courage. When my spouse get on my nerves, I need to be strong and of good courage. When my kids don't know how to act, I need to be strong and of good courage. When a setback happen, whatever it may come from, I shall be strong and of good courage in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise break in three, two, one. Give God the glory. Give him the hallelujah, the highest praise that he truly deserves. He's been so good to you. You can tell yourself, no weapons that is formed against me shall prosper. I can do all things through Jesus Christ because he gives me strength. Let the church say amen to that. We see that we have in a change of leadership. So in your life, you're going to have to realize there's going to be a change some point in time. See, we look at verse one all the way to verse nine. We see that we have here. We 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 see that um, Moses dies and God speaks to Joshua. Now, let's travel up to verse two. God tells Joshua basically to arise and go over this Jordan, all of you into the land I'm giving you all. I want to tell somebody you need to rise because God is going to take you somewhere that you ain't never been before. You need to rise. You need to stand no faith. God is about to elevate you even higher than you even dare to dream of. See, you got to start seeing what God sees. You got to start hearing what God hears because when God is in it, there's nothing of this world can amount to. Now let's 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 move up to verse three. See, every place he tells them, every place that your souls tread upon, I'm giving you. Like I said to Moses, I'm telling you the same thing. You're gonna get some great things. Now we look at verse four. I want to label verse four that that he says that um, from the wilderness and this Lebanon. As far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward uh, the going down of the sun shall be your territory. You tell yourself, God is going to get ready to expand my territory. I did not know how I was going to get this land. I did not know how the the real estate agent was going to call me. I did not know I was going to get the approval. I want you to know you are anointed that when God is in it, you are approved in the mighty name of Jesus. You got to start speaking elevation over your life. You got to start speaking and stretching your arms out for expansion. You got to start dreaming big. You got to start believing in the word of God. God is calling some people right now to just say, you know what? I'm about to elevate in the word of God. And when I elevate in God's word, he is going to elevate me to do some magnificent supernatural things for his glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But as we pay attention to verse five, 
He says that no man shall be able to stand before you in the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. See, nobody will stand before you or in the way. God says, I am with you. I was with your leader before and I am with you. So don't be afraid when I call you. You know, I've laid this path out for you. All you got to do is believe and trust me. See, later we'll see what God is saying right here. Then we look at verse six. He says that to be strong and of good courage. All of this is inherited to y'all. I, I, I am God and I'm giving all of this to you. I am expanding you. God says that here, be strong and of good courage. For to uh, this people, you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. God is expanding some people right now. You got to believe because he got some good going on. No matter what it looks like outside, no matter how cloudy it gets, God has something good for you right now. Now let's look at verse seven. He says that only be strong and very courageous. See, that you may observe to do according to the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it um, to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. See, realize this. Don't turn away from God. Don't forget his ways, his commands, his words. Only be strong and very courageous. You observe Moses. If you want to prosper, it's through and only by God Almighty. So when God called Joshua, I'm sure Joshua was like kind of shaky on some things. But God assured to him, you be strong and of good courage. So my message to you right now, wherever you are sitting, whatever you are doing right now, remind yourself you need to be strong and of good courage for God is with you. See. We look at verse eight, he says, the book of law should not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. See, you got to observe the word of God. Meditate on it. Do as God's word says and your ways will prosper and your paths will be a success. Imagine God is, is saying this to you right now. Don't. Depart from my word. I want you to meditate on my word. I want you to listen to my word. I want you to soak in the word of God. I am going to prosper you, but you need to meditate on my word. In order for you to get to point A to Z, you're going to need my word. In order for you to stand strong and not be moved, you're going to need my word. But then we get on down to verse 9. It says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. See, we got to realize that, that, that we got to be strong and of good courage. We cannot be afraid or dismayed. We got to realize that the Lord is with us. And when we have God with us, what can man do to us? When we have God in the midst of it all, we can't be shaken. We can't be torn down. If they kick us down one time, we're going to get up seven times more. When they spit on us, when they scandalize us, 
we're going to rise and resurrect like Christ did. We're going to elevate because we have the main source of all, and that's Jesus Christ. We have some power. So whatever you do, don't get discouraged. Don't worry. When the door closed, just know another one is opening. When a door closed, you praise God. When a door closed, you keep knocking. Sometimes you got to go around the house. Sometimes you got to climb the ladder to go through the chimney. Just know God is for you. Whatever you do, don't be discouraged when you have a setback. You just know that a setback is a setup for your success. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to another. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage y'all to be in the word of God. This message. What do you do when there is a setback? You realize there's a reward in during and after the trials. And tell yourself that. I am assured of God's help and realize that God is with me wherever I go. Be encouraged. Trust God. May these words be of a great encouragement to us all. This is Brother Walker. God bless.